Welcome to Inspiration with Ike. I'm Dr. Ike Reichert, Senior Pastor of Piedmont Church and CEO of Must Ministries. On this podcast, I'll bring you a monthly dose of inspiration in the most important areas of your life. It's my sincere hope that this show will serve as a resource to you and inspire you, helping you to become your personal and professional best. Today, we'll be talking about adversity. All of us, to one degree or another, are facing adversity right now. Coronavirus has changed nearly every aspect of our lives. For some, it's meant the loss of a loved one or financial insecurities. For others, it's been the dismantling of our normal. You know, the going to work, eating at restaurants, even the simple human experience of a handshake or a hug. No matter what, we're all facing very tangible adversity that has the potential to have a lasting negative impact on our physical, mental, and spiritual health. Well, what if I told you that with the right perspective, you can actually find a benefit in the midst of adversity? On today's episode, we'll talk about how we can not just survive in adversity, but thrive through adversity. That's right. If we apply the principles we'll talk about today, we can all come out on the other side of this experience one step closer to becoming our personal and professional best. This is Inspiration with Ice. I hope you're doing well today because we've all been going through some unprecedented times. And of course, what I'm referring to is the COVID-19 and all the situations that we're having to deal with that have just not been in our wheelhouse in the past. You know, things like being able to go to the grocery store, being able to go to your gym, even visiting your local tattoo parlor has been kind of out of the question uh, during the COVID-19 situation that we've all been facing together. And then of course, there is the quarantine, staying at home. It's been amazing how much pressure that's put on families. And even in the city of Atlanta, domestic violence has been up by 40%, which is tragic, but yet it also shows the fragility of relationships when pressure gets put on. But you know, in the midst of all the negativity, there are the positive things that come out of times of adversity and times of stress and anxiety. And so I want to talk to you in today's session on Inspiration with Ike about some of the hidden benefits of adversity. And I'm sure some of you are saying right now, bring it on, because right now, Ike, I've not seen any benefits. This has been, you know, tension filled. And of course, I'm not downplaying at all the fact that if you make under $40,000 a year, 40% of you are unemployed right now. And so there's uh, serious, serious implications. And how long the runway is going to be during this time uh, is uh, anyone's guess at this point to when we get back to what some people are calling normal and other people are calling the new normal. So if we're in the middle of a situation like the one that we are, then how can we handle it in a way that's going to help us be able to help others? And of course, I'm a big believer in the idea that adversity is God's way of preparing us to be able to help other people. 
And so when you go through the adversity, just remember, you're not on an island by yourself right now. There are so many people who are going through so much stress and so much strain, whether it's in their finances, whether it's in their relationship, whether it's in their career. And you can just imagine how high school seniors feel this year and those graduating from college, not being able to go to proms, not being able to have the graduation experience. And there's been a lot of adversity that people have faced. So now then, here's my question for you. How do you take that adversity that you've been through and how do you find the hidden benefits that are in the midst of the adversity that you're facing right now? So in today's program, that's what I want us to take a look at. So adversity, I believe, is God's way of preparing you to be able to help other people. So how will you take then the adversity of your experience and turn it into something that helps those that are around you and to those that you value so much? How can you take what you're going through and help other people to get through what they're going through in life. Now, of course, one of the places I would start with you is to tell you that you need to be living your story right now in the way you want to be able to tell your story later without having to change a thing. In other words, begin to look now for what are the things that you're learning and begin to record those things, write those things down during the times that you're going through. So when you're on the other side of it, you're going to be able to reflect back. So here's some of the hidden things that I've been finding in adversity, not just in the COVID, but really all of my life in situations where I've had to face adversity and downturns, whether it was losing a wife and child during childbirth, which I've experienced, or whether it's been losing a job in a high profile situation, which I've experienced a couple of times in my life, uh, financial reversals, all of those kinds of things that are part of the matrix of life. But when you boil them down into the time that we're experiencing right now, they're at a greater intensity level. And of course, when you're experiencing things at a greater intensity level, your uh, reaction is going to be at a greater level of intensity. So I want you to live your story now the way you want to be able to tell it later. And so you have to look at what adversities do to you before you can really begin to find out, okay, now how do I overcome these? And then how do I use them? Because we're all again going to go through, you know, those disappointments. The Bible has this famous story uh, where Jesus is sharing a parable and he says, he calls it the parable of the two builders. And he says, you know, one guy built on the sand and another guy built on the rock. And there were storms that came, there were floods that were rising up, and there was wind that was blowing. And when they were hitting, whether you built your house on the sand or whether you built your house on the rock, you were still going through this moment of adversity in your life. But if you build on things that are rock solid, thus the metaphor of the man who built upon the rock, it doesn't mean that you're not going to go through storms. It doesn't mean that you're not going to go through adversity, but it does mean that you can come out on the other side of it and even come out stronger on the other side. The Bible even has a phrase that originates uh, back in the Old Testament. It says 
that we can become stronger in the broken places. In other words, the places where we're going through the most difficult experiences in our lives. And so it's important for us to remember those kinds of times. So the parable of the two builders, famous story, and it just shows the contrast. So one person is built on rock solid values, yet they still go through all of the storms. Another person builds on the sand and they go through the very same storms in the very same order, but the results are different. You see, when you learn to build on your values, when you stay true to your values during the times of adversity, and that's why I was saying, you know, you want to live your story now the way you want to be able to tell your story later. And so making that conscious choice during this time uh, is, is vitally important because every time you're going through these kinds of situations, uh, you begin to build up a lot of anxiety. And, and there's a lot of young millennials today in particular that deal with anxiety levels. Maybe it's because they've grown up in the information age and you're bombarded, uh, not just with good news, but you're bombarded by all the negative news as well. But when all of those things begin to, to build up inside of us, uh, it becomes something that can be very difficult for us uh, to be able to deal with. So here's what often happens. You, you get in an adversity and it ends up prohibiting you uh, from taking action. And so the longer you stay in that spin cycle uh, of adversity and you're not taking action, it's just like being inside of a washing machine. You know, the agitator is just spinning you around and around and around and it's just ringing you out emotionally. It's ringing you out spiritually, mentally. I mean, every way that, that it can happen, uh, that's what takes place. And then, of course, you know, along with not taking action, then you can fall into what psychologists tell us is the uh, paralysis of analysis, that uh, when adversities come our way, that we just continue to analyze and we keep thinking over and over and over again. We keep ruminating on it, but we're ruminating in the negative. Uh, see, I believe that worry is just prayer in reverse. Uh, when you're praying, you're praying for things to have a positive outcome. But when you're worrying all the time, you're just going to that negative side of all the things that can go wrong. And so you, you can get stuck in the analysis phase and it can even end up uh, leading you uh, to that phase of being paralysis, that you're just not taking steps to be able to move out of the situation. So with all of that in mind, then what are the benefits? What are these hidden benefits that I'm talking about that you can find in the midst of adversity? Well, the first one is very simple. You can learn from them. When you're going through those difficult times, you begin to learn from that experience. And I talk about gaining perspective. And what sometimes we do, we have a tendency to just zoom in when we're in the middle of an adversity, we just keep zooming more and more in on our situation. And sometimes we don't realize what's going on around us because we're so focused on what's right in front of us. So one of the things they do in training firemen uh, and uh, fire personnel, men and women on the job, is they train them to learn how to zoom out. 
Now, let me kind of give you the mental picture of this. And I first read this when Jim Collins, who wrote Good to Great and Built to Last, uh, during the last big economic downturn, that's when he coined the phrase, the new normal. And so in an article on the new normal, he was the one sharing this story about firefighters. And he said, so the danger is a firefighter is in that situation and they start zooming in, zooming in, zooming in, and they get so locked in on the blaze that's right in front of them that if they don't learn to zoom out, there can be a fire that gets started beside them or it can get started behind them. And so you have to be able to zoom out. And so the zooming out is all about giving you perspective in your life. How do you perceive what you're going through? What lessons can you possibly learn in that kind of a situation? Because, you know, if you study your Bible, the Bible says that we're, you know, in this world, you're going to have tribulations. In other words, you're going to have trials. You're going to have difficulty and all of those kinds of adversities. Uh, they're going to test all of your emotions. It's going to test the emotion of anger. It's going to test your emotion of patience. It'll test your emotion of kindness because when you find yourself under all of that pressure, you just sometimes want to explode with what's going on inside of you. And so have you ever just felt like, honest to goodness, the whole universe is conspiring against you right now? And it just seems like if you stub your emotional toe on one more thing, you're just going to lay down and cry your eyes out. Well, that's what adversity does to us. It puts us in that pressure cooker. And when we go through those things, we have to get back to some type of a point where we can pull back and we can gain perspective on what we're going through in our life. And so try to always see, and I know it's not easy, but what are the positive things that you can possibly extract from the crucible that you're going through? And how can you begin to see it as not just something that's happening to you, but that your true power lies in the fact that you can take things from it. And as I kind of sum everything up at the end of the day, I'm going to show you how that's been so true in the lives of people that I've admired down through the years. So benefit of adversity then is you're going to learn some big time lessons in your life. Uh, the other benefit of that uh, adversity is exactly what I talked in and being able to zoom in and out you begin to gain a greater perspective. Things get put into perspective. I've heard a lot of people say, now that they've been quarantined for nearly three months, I'm never going to complain about the traffic again. Now, I'm sure that's going to last all of a week, but at least at this point, they're going, wow, you know, I thought the traffic was bad. Uh, I thought maybe stores were crowded, but now that I can't go to those places, now that I can't do things, it's opened up your eyes to be able to be able to put things in perspective. And just remember that what you focus on is what grows in your mind. And you so tell me exactly what you mean there. Well, if all you do is focus on problems, then pretty soon all you're going to see is problems. You're, you're going to see problems absolutely everywhere. But if you learn to focus not on problems, but you learn to focus on 
possibilities, then what you begin to see are opportunities that are going to be there. And so do you have the ability to be able to match through perspective the adversities and the setbacks and see, okay, now what are going to be the opportunities and, and what are going to be the other things that can come into my life because I've been able to go through these times. So that's a benefit of adversity. Now, the other benefit of adversity, uh, the third one, is that you begin to not just get a perspective on life, but you begin to get a perspective on yourself, don't you? I mean, when all of a sudden your routines are interrupted, your natural course of life, your ability uh, to have more control over your life, when all of a sudden that control is taken away in the situation that we're in, we suddenly come to this realization that control is just an illusion. At the end of the day, we do not have control over external events. That, that's why psychologists will talk to you often about having an internal locus of control versus an external locus of control. You see, if external things determine for you your level of happiness and your level of contentment, then you're always going to ebb and flow depending on the situation that's going on around you. And so now in COVID-19, what we found out is us thinking that, that we had control of something, it was an illusion. You didn't have control of your 401k during this experience. You didn't have control of your job and whether or not you were able to keep it or whether you were going to lose it. Uh, again, you lost control in all these different areas. And so I think the ramp up of anxiety uh, through the adversity we've gone through goes back to a loss of control and it goes back to the loss of routine in our life. And you and I do not have control over external events, but we do have that locus of control that's on the inside. So what happens in a situation like this is that you begin to take a, an inventory as such, and you begin to look at your life and you begin to see, okay, is, is the adversity I'm going through, is this really an adversity or has it been more of a refining fire? to help me understand things better, to, to give me a better idea of what life is all about. And so I think one of the biggest things that has happened through all of this is that people are learning to live in the now. I, I mean, you know, they're not just looking down the road because you have to step up at, at a point and you have to go, okay, the things that have gone on are one thing, so the things that are gonna go on for the future, they're another but I've got to take care of the right now. And so if you're not careful, it's so easy to get stuck in the past because here's what we tend to do with the past. We glorify the past. We make the past better than it was. You know, it's an old Barbara Streisland song where she says that uh, we have watercolored memories uh, and we forget the bad things and we, we just focus on the good things and we start talking about the good old days. And you know what? When we were in the good old days, they weren't the good old days. There were days before that. And so the problem with the past is that one, you can't change it. It is what it is. And number two, you can glorify it so that the present and even the future doesn't match up to it. 
And that's why one of my fundamental life lessons as I've grown, uh, you know, older in my life is to keep myself remembering all the time that the day that my memories are greater than my dreams, I'm dead in the water. So I have to keep something vibrant in front of me. I have to keep a vision that's drawing me forward. But at the same time, I have to remember the only thing I'm promised is today. The only thing I'm promised is right now. And so I've got to step forward and I've got to align myself mentally, spiritually, physically, everything in the moment that I'm in, because real power is not in what's happened in the past. Real power is not just about what's going to happen in the future. But honestly, real power is centered in the right now. And one of the things I would ask you again, write down the things that you are learning. You may be a speaker one day. You may be doing a presentation before your group. How did you deal with the time that we went through when we were in the COVID-19 situation? And so if you will remember that, and you'll remember if there's power in the present, then there's hope in the future. And as long as we're doing something with the right now, because the present moment is the greatest moment that you have. So as we begin to kind of wind this down on what the benefits of adversity are really like, you know, those hidden things that are out there when it comes to adversity, I also think about the fact of how I've always learned great lessons from biographies. And all of this uh, that I'm sharing with you today was triggered in an article that I read. And that article made me start thinking about, I read it back years ago, but it was something that during these times, a lot of those thoughts kept coming back to me. And I've learned from biographies. And the person that wrote the article was the same way and said, you know, great biographies have always inspired me. But you know what the great common denominator was in most of those tremendous achievers that I've read about? You're not going to like the answer, but the common denominator was adversity. How did they learn to deal with adversity? I'm a part of something called a master class where you can continually study because I'm a great believer that real the power is not in the hands of learned people. Real power is in the hands of people that are learning. And so in this master class, I was able to sit under my favorite historian, Doris Kearns Goodwin, and I was able to hear her talk about how presidents were really made as far as their reputations during times of crisis. How did they handle the crisis? And so I, I would believe that Obviously, for most people, the greatest learning experience they're ever going to have is not going to be in times when it was easy and it was fun, but it was in those times that were really, really hard and really, really difficult. So adversity does other things. It builds your emotional muscle that you have uh, because you begin to find out about yourself that you're stronger than you thought you were that you can come through this, that you can help to bring other people through it as well. And again, that's why I go back to the first thing that I tried to say today about what does adversity teach you? Well, I believe adversity is God's way of preparing you to help other people. That, that's why I think adversity 
helps to be able to produce in, in people relatable leaders. Can you imagine trying to learn from a leader that's never experienced a downturn in their life, never had a failure? Because nearly everybody is having failures. Everybody goes through difficult times. And so a, a benefit, a hidden benefit, is that it helps to create your character. Now, I do not believe that character is made in a crisis, but I do believe that character gets revealed in a crisis. And, and you know, a leader is not built in a day, John Maxwell says, but daily a leader is being built. And it's how you can respond to adversity and difficulty that's going to give you the emotional muscle that you need. It's going to end up making you a, a relatable leader that people go, wow, they know exactly what I've been through. And I'm willing to follow her lead because I know that she's gone through times of adversity or he's really gone through some heartaches in his life. Again, it just makes you, uh, I believe, it, it makes you relatable and believable and transparent as a leader to say, here's the difficult things that I've been through. And I also think that adversity's greatest hidden benefit is that uh, pressure put on you um, makes you who you are. I love to use the illustration of diamonds. My wife loves diamonds and uh, uh, too much, I, I might add, but she loves diamonds. But you know, the interesting thing is, do you know that a diamond and a lump of coal are the same thing? One of them, the lump of coal, is carbon in its greatest humiliation as just a lump of coal. But the other thing is that a diamond is carbon in its highest state. And what is it that takes a lump of coal and turns it into a diamond, something that's worthless to something that's, you know, you can't put a price tag on it sometimes. It's so valuable. It's called heat and pressure. Those are the two things that end up turning that lump of coal into that diamond is the heat and the pressure that you're going through. Just like we know that the hottest fires are going to be the ones that produce the strongest steel. Uh, you know, diamonds uh, in the sky cause stars never shine as bright as when they're on that black background. So there's so many different things that all of us are learning from the adversity that we're going through, uh, the difficulty that we're going through. And that adversity, listen, it's creating resilience in you. It's helping you to develop a maturity level that you would have otherwise never had. It's going to open your eyes to new opportunities. Some people are going to come out of this and they're going to jump into their career more than they've ever been before. They're going to stop playing at the edges and they're going to get out in the deep water of their careers. And they're going to realize why it is so important that we prepare for the future and financially, that we're making sure that we're doing the right things. It's going to provide those opportunities. I guarantee you out of this, they're going to be people who are going to come out with innovations in different areas. And that adversity, it's going to motivate you. And when we go through adversity and difficulty, listen, success is not the elimination of adversities and difficulties in our life. It's quite the opposite. Success is earned every time we learn from adversity. So we learn to embrace the setbacks as a part of the journey. And we realize 
that we can we can make it through. So let me give you just some closing tips here on some things that you can do to help you during uh, th these days as we're trying to go back into a, a new normal. You know, one of them that I'm reading from every psychologist is breathe. Just simply breathe. Take some, some deep breaths and learn to slow things down. Practice mindfulness. I actually have an app that I can go to called Mindfulness, and it helps me to be able to focus on things and to kind of separate myself from other things that are on the periphery to get back to the things that are the most important. One of the other things that I've been doing during this time, I've been walking a lot more. I've just been getting outside. I was tired of getting into Zoom gloom, uh, you know, just sitting in front of a screen all the time. Something else that you can do to help yourself is limit your social media and news consumption because uh, sometimes that just keeps you agitated. And if you would just set a parameter of time that you say, here's what I'm going to catch up on today and here's what I'm going to do, uh, it would really help you. Exercising, eating well, connecting with loved ones during this time. You know, you, you've got an opportunity. You got an opportunity to get your financial house in order right now. And of course, one of the ways that a lot of people talk about these times is journaling. And that's why I said, are you writing down some of the things that you're going through? And then the last thing I would tell you is practice gratitude. In the middle of the things that you're going through, learn to practice gratitude because gratitude is that great equalizer. Rather than focusing on what maybe you don't have right now, learn to zoom in and be thankful for the things that you do have because all of us, have so much to be thankful for today, even including those hidden treasures that you find in adversity. God bless you. Thanks for being a part of our show today.